0: Welcome to the State Shifters podcast, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the State Shifters podcast. I'm super excited about this one, as always, uh, because I've connected with another one of my soul brothers here in Toronto. Uh, His name is Danny Gutierrez, and Danny and I have really uh, connected over the last um, couple of months um, as we shared a lot of similarities in our travels and in the paths we've taken. Um, So it was really great to now sit down and have a conversation with Danny where we could, you know, talk about and record some of the things we've been going through, uh, some of the insights, the breakthroughs we've had along this journey. And, you know, we dive into a lot of, you know, really cool and um, important topics, I believe. And Danny shares a lot of the insights he's had along his journey um, as he, you know, really pushes forward into a, you know, a creative space where he's creating these powerful music that has impacted me in, in a really um, deep and meaningful way, which is why I'm excited to bring, on, bring him on here and share him with you guys. Uh, so in this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot around our personal growth journey and what we've discovered along the way and also how we've raised and started to tune into high levels of awareness. You know, For me, this is like shifting you know, our energy into different areas. And as men, we, we, we talk a little bit about the masculine and feminine energy and finding that sweet balance. And we share a lot of the creative inspiration that comes through and we reach these you know, aligned, peaceful states. Um, we also talk about some of the routines, habits, and rituals that we've implemented along the way that help us you know, stay at our best and live from a place of peace, purpose, and passion. So I'm excited to dive in into this one. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, and as always, you know, give some love, share it with a friend, um, and leave a rating on iTunes if you feel called. Thank you, guys. Enjoy.
1: Danny Gutierrez, my man. How are you? I'm doing well, brother. How are you doing? I'm
0: excellent. It's been good to get you here, mate, and have an actual conversation. I know, in the huh? because we, uh, you know, we've been only connected like two, three weeks ago. Crazy how quickly it's come about, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And the minute I connect with someone, and I, you know, feel straight away, like you sense when someone's on a similar path, because it's like the connection automatically goes like beneath the surface. And it's like a soul connection right you, exactly. you feel it when you have a conversation yeah, with someone for sure and that's how it felt with you and already the conversation we've been having i'm like we got to do a podcast we've got to just <laughs> capture some of this stuff and share it so it's been great yeah man to, to come out here and do this we actually live down the road from danny literally two blocks down yeah yeah so this is very convenient um, of course how are you man
1: i'm doing well brother mm. I'm doing very well just had a good little weekend uh yeah, in New York City, which was nice. Yeah, went to go see uh, Deepak Chopra, which was super incredible. Just to witness his energy, and he just launched his new book, Metahuman. So mm-hmm. I went with my roommate, and we had an incredible time, just vibing out with the city, getting the energy from there, and obviously meeting Deepak himself was was incredible. And just the wisdom he kind of brings yeah. to to a to a stage, you know, the presence he has is incredible, and you kind of get you kind of get lost when he talks because you, you're like, man, I just want to apply this to life right away, right? Yeah. So uh, it, w- it was amazing. And yeah, doing well, brother. Just uh, enjoying, you know, the, the fresher October air and transitioning from summer to, to fall is always a uh, time for introspection mm. and reflection for most of us. So yeah, mate. it's and, good, right?
0: And for people who are like probably tune into my podcast or are coming across this video, this audio, like, and they want to know more about you and like this path that you're on. you obviously just going out to New York to... You know what? View Deepak Chopra like how does one come about being on that journey? Like particularly yourself because you're a young, you're a young male. You're from Ottawa or Mexico originally. Yeah. Like man, when did this when did this path like begin? Yeah.
1: So I, I've been very lucky uh, throughout my childhood to have a family that's very supportive of of spirituality and all that stuff. Yeah. So my mother and my my aunt have always been kind of pushing me on the path of. And uh, I I wouldn't say enlightenment, but sort of more so into like the meditation self-reflection ever since I was a little kid. I remember when I was, I don't know, seven, eight, I would come home from school. My mom would just, you know instead of doing homework, we just meditate for a bit. She'd be like, okay, calm down, you know, breathe in, breathe out, and wow, kind of, yeah. you know, like, and before you start, you know, stressing about work or whatever you had to do work back in the day was nothing, <laughs> before I had to color a book or something, she would just sit me down and, you know, let's just breathe together and just, you know, be aware of your thoughts. And I was like, okay, this is cool, but, like, I want to go play soccer now. I want to go, you know, run with right. my kids, with my friends. But uh, just through that, I think, kind of helped subconsciously, you know, land that that presence in my mind just to kind of reflect and, and slow down. Mm. And uh, it wasn't until, I think, after university, when I when I went to Australia, uh, mm-hmm. I just kind of decided to take a, a leap of faith, go for a year and, and backpack Australia, that I started meeting people that were really on that same quest, you know, like kind of finding themselves. And uh, I think I was 21 at the point where I finished university. And... Met these people, and, and they sort of introduced me more to the power of you know of now certain books like Eckhart Tolle, um, Robin Sharma was, was a big inspiration as well. You start to kind of start reading these books, and then you know naturally you're like okay, you start becoming aware of your thoughts, your feelings. And then one book goes to another, then you you sort of start attracting those people, right? When you kind of change your vibration, your frequency um and it wasn't until the past recent trips I've done um, I leave every winter I go travel for a bit so it wasn't until the South American journey which was two years ago that I really kind of started feeling more um, connection with with you know inner self and meditation and obviously you start journaling every day and that just kind of mm-hmm. you know goes more and more into that and Tyler. And yeah, so it's been a it's been a good path, and so naturally Deepak came into I don't know I read one of his books, uh, the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, maybe two great years ago. Book. Great, great book, book man, yeah. great book. And then you know you just start reading more about him, and you realize like this guy is just super connected, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: man, that's how it goes, dude. That's why yeah I, I definitely resonated with like your story, and again this is why I love podcasting because like it's such an awesome way to like literally sit down and have a conversation with someone and now I'm getting to know you on a deeper, even more of a deeper yeah. level. Yeah. And that's where like your path here is very similar to like what I did back home, which was like going out and traveling. Like I came out to Canada, you did yeah. Australia. It's like, you then notice like firsthand who you kind of bring into your life as you start to begin down a, a specific journey, as you start to raise your vibe, raise your frequency, start to meditate and do specific practices. The yeah. people and the experiences that come into your life, like, radically shift. For me, I was like it's incredible. I went from a corporate job, like, you know, studying finance and accounting and then realizing okay, this isn't this isn't the vibe that I want. Like I was around people who just didn't went into the same stuff. And that's where, you know, when I traveled and like let like just fully pulled the plug on this life that I had in Perth and came out here, I'm meeting people like you, like I'm working in meditation studios. I'm meeting all these other amazing people and it's like incredible that's the power of like, when you start to work on yourself, like the people that come into your life, start to, you know, mirror back what you're putting out. Exactly. And like, it's dope for, this is why I love these conversations, man, because like, you're a young male like me. You know, initially when I first began this path, I struggled to come across other lads who were perhaps as far down in their their own journey, their own journey of self-discovery so it's great to be able to have this conversation with you and like vibe this out because I want more men to be able to open up to like sort of this kind of way of living yeah where like you know go to a yoga class or go fucking do some meditation and like not feel that you know like resistance to it because it is it sometimes can feel like very female dominated yes definitely but like fuck man this is like we're going to touch on this the stuff you're creating but like as men, like I feel like we have a really big responsibility here to like impact future generations through like being brave and courageous, and, like talking about like talking yeah, about what we're up
1: to. And, and tapping into that that feminine energy that we have yeah. inside of us, right? I feel like we've grown up in a society that's been mostly just you know male energy dominated, and you know the the society has told us you know men have to be strong and you know like carry the the team mm. and like no emotions, you can't cry, all that sort of stuff. You see in the movies uh we're kind of shifting now towards you know being able to discover that or not discover but really tap into that that feminine energy that we have Mm. and that helps us become way more balanced right Mm. i mean when you connect to that to that you know softer side of us it really helps you then you know start your creativity senses it really helps you kind of you know get in touch with your emotions Mm. and and i feel like i don't want to you know talk about all males but like a lot of us we 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 trying to mask our emotions sometimes mm. and we're just like no it's okay we push it aside and and that just you know ends up building residual you know pain over time and, and I, it, it just kind of like weighs you down until 100%. at one point you just gotta all let it out right yeah. um i remember two weeks ago we went to do this amazing san pedro ceremony um mm. which is kind of like a it's a cactus basically that grows in in latin america for those who don't know and it's uh, gu- uh guided by some shamans and it really kind of helps you connect with uh with nature it's like it's a plant medicine and One of the females that was there after we had kind of you know done a whole meditation and we connect with the group, she remember I remember her saying that she was so uh, proud and so um, admiring of of the men who had you know taken that feminine energy and really helped you know create a safe space for the women around around them to kind of you know flourish and and you know be females and just naturally not have to have this guard up all the time, right? We embrace our femininity. And I remember when she talked, she told us that. I felt such a, a strong uh, a love in my heart because, yeah, we had been working on that. And mm. for for us to kind of create a space for the, for the females to just, you know, be about and, and create and and love, I think that's super important, you know? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's something that it's not easy sometimes, and it's definitely, you know, a work in progress. And I don't think it'll ever finish, but mm. it's nice to – it's nice to connect with that with
0: that you know different side of us and you know it's it's a balance right it's- it totally is because at the same time we as men we can't fall too far onto the, the feminine side either no because I mean- we do have a responsibility to play as you know like men to be the ones who hold the fort man yeah like you know what i mean we can't crumble under the <laughs> the pressures of our emotions around yeah. our female counterparts right like yeah but then at the same time, I am now finding this like balance where like it's sometimes it's okay to go and sit in a meditation practice and fucking feel some of the emotional pain that we're feeling oh, instead of going out and you know, running from it, which is what a lot of men tend to do. We don't, we don't, I, at the end of the day, I feel like it's just like facing and embracing. Yeah. that's exactly what it. Whatever, it's... The, whatever it is we're fucking feeling. Like the, the theme for me over like the past, since San Pedro actually, yeah. has been like, just be okay with what I'm feeling. Yeah. You know, if I'm feeling down, like a lot of the times, like I get this resistance to what I'm feeling because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be feeling like I should be feeling this way or I've done the inner work. I should feel it's so true, happy or joyful or creative. Yeah. And it's in those moments, it's the resistance to what I'm feeling, which is what's blocking the emotion from passing through me. That's so so like, true. Yeah. As men, that's, that's sort of like the, I feel like women are naturally very good at, you know, feeling what they need to feel. They'll, they'll they'll cry, they'll go to yoga class, they're more in tune with their emotions than what we are. So that was like mm. the work as men to be like okay to to embrace and embrace what the fuck it is we're feeling. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you yourself, you work like in a pretty like high stress environment. You're like around people all the time as well. Do you ever catch yourself in moments where you're like you're just down. Like sometimes you don't even put a finger on it. You're just like fuck, I'm today I'm anxious and in the dumps definitely in those moments like what are your like what are you doing
1: yeah i mean i think we all go through those but even this morning i kind of woke up and i had such a big weekend in new york city and you kind of come back and you're like okay now what like yeah. you, i think i felt like when, that this morning too yeah but when, when you're like just,
0: fuck, yeah, I'm just yeah struggling struggling with motor life struggling to get up exactly
1: yeah. right and and you know i think when you hold such a high standard of what you want to accomplish you just always want more and more and more and more mm-hmm. and so you're never really going to be satisfied until mm-hmm. you actually just take a step back and realize like, man, what I'm doing is, you know, having an impact on X amount of people and, and, and just keep on going. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's those moments. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's a, I work in a high um, stress environment. I, I mean, I, I serve at a cocktail bar at a very famous and in, in Toronto, and it's just constantly dealing with a lot of ego as well. We got a lot of, you know, higher end people with a, uh, with quite a bit of money. And so they spend and they want to be seen spending. And so Having to deal with that as well, um, you, you, you want to, you know, make them feel comfortable, but you also don't want them to kind of like walk all over you and kind of just like, you know, yeah, be yeah, upended yeah. by their you know, their abundance or wellness. Yeah. But uh, so that, you know, every time I, I come home from the bar, I feel like I just have to I have to meditate. I just have to do, go in a quiet zone because you're dealing with so many people and requests and mm-hmm. oh like my, my drink is this or my food is that. And sometimes you're just serving, 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 serving all these times that you need to take that step, that moment for yourself, right? You mm-hmm. need to serve yourself. So um, I, I just implemented this this new routine where the first like hour, I mean, I've been doing this for the last three, four years now, but it's it's honestly been been the best thing. Um, I took it from Robin Sharma. So it's basically you know, um, the first 20 minutes of your day, you do like a meditation, you kind of slow down. Uh, the next 20 minutes, uh, as soon as you wake up, right? Yeah. Uh, the next 20 minutes I spend just moving, I'll stretch, I'll do some sort of, you know, Burpees, jumping jacks, just to kinda like activate the blood, the, the, you know, get the get the energy flowing. And then the next twenty minutes is just reflection. So I'll write down and today I woke up, I was feeling nauseous, I was feeling anxiety, and, you know, I, I maybe had said something to to a friend and it didn't sit well and now I'm just you know, putting whatever thought you have in your mind and putting it on paper kinda is like a it's almost like a metaphor of just releasing that physically or sorry, that, that feeling into the physical world and then and it's on paper and now it's out of your mind, you know what I mean? Yeah um so definitely reflection and meditation has been a huge part i know you're a you're a big meditator yourself mm-hmm. and it's awesome to see people more people not doing it as a regular thing right like as truly a daily part of their yeah. practice right because yeah. we're especially living in a city like toronto it's a fast-paced city mm-hmm. it's a fast-paced and, and every time i go away i go back home to ottawa or i go somewhere else and i'm sure you feel the same way when you when you leave you you're like wow like you feel mm-hmm. so and then it takes a while to decompress and then you kind of get into the zone and then as soon as you come back, it's just like, go, go, go again, you
0: know? and Straight back
1: into it. Straight back yeah. into it, man, you know? So
0: No, nah, man, as you really, like, again, like having routines and rituals in place that allow you to slow down and reflect yeah. is, like, especially important in Busy City. For sure. Because otherwise, I've noticed what, you, what can actually happen, which actually happened to me not too long ago. Like, I had, I had all these routines and rituals down. And if you're not careful, this is a lesson that I, I've learned sort of on this journey that I've been on was if you're not careful, your routines and rituals can turn into coping mechanisms. That's true. And that's what fucking happened to me, man. I was was so rigid in my routines. I was like, okay, I gotta get up this time. I gotta meditate. I gotta go work out. I gotta do my journaling. I gotta do my like stretch. That what actually happened was I got caught up in the idea of I needed to get this stuff done that I was missing what was underneath that needed to be looked at. Mm. So I ended up getting caught up in the like grind mentality. Yeah. I, it was like a spiritual grind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And you almost put like yeah, pressure on I, that. It was, I had it, so much it pressure on my task itself. Bro. Yeah. That's, that's you're totally I, right. You're and if, totally if I right. missed a meditation or I missed a workout or I ate something bad, I was so hard on myself. So true. And I was like, it took, a, it took a moment and I was, I found myself in a rush. I was wow. like, I'm in a rush to get the next thing. I need to if I can get to work it. I need to create more of this. I got to post that. I got to meet this person. I was like, wait a second, like I'm not even practicing what I'm preaching here. Like, you, know, <laughs> I feel, so you know what I mean? I wasn't in the moment. Yeah. And it's like, that was where like San Pedro was when the San Pedro ceremony okay. came in and really helped me slow down. And I had a session with a, a good friend of mine who's a coach who helped me slow down and look at the part that was within me that was causing this rush mentality. Mm. The part within me that was seeking love, acceptance, approval, which in my head was... Like m- get more money, get more things done, get more of this. Yeah. When in reality, there was a small part of me that needed to be seen, loved, and accepted. And the minute I gave it that, I no longer needed to get more shit done out mm, there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There was no more rush. I was like, okay, I can slow down and like appreciate each yes. step because I'm not. I'm not thinking that my happiness is in some future event. Yeah, yeah. So the theme of that was. The practices can quickly turn into a coping mechanism if you're not fully aware of like what what it is that you're feeling in the body and what it is that you think you need to get done to to cover up a feeling of lack yeah you know like constantly check in if you feel like there's some future event or some thing in the future that's going to give you more abundance than what you have now Mm. you're caught in the grind that's true so like a lot of it is the in Toronto. It's the corporate grind, man. Everyone's fucking hustling, <laughs> trying to a- a- attain more, get that more. That next step, that yeah. next goal, that next. Milestone. When really, if they slow down and looked within, there's something within them that's asking to be seen. Maybe it's an inner child. Yeah. That. Yeah. Experienced some form of emotional trauma, and its coping mechanism is to seek acceptance and love and validation out there. Yeah. When in reality, you can only give it to yourself on the inside. So true. So it was like a really big, like, sh- yeah, perspective. Like it was a realization, it was an insight that I had. So it was like, that's why I love this fucking podcast, man. I get to like talk about this stuff. Yeah. And talking it with um, some of the one-on-one people I've been working with. Yeah. Um, and the more you talk about like the insights and breakthroughs you have, the more it, I find it, in, it, like you integrate it. Like you do the journaling, the journaling is great. And then mm. the more you talk about it, it Integrated it, it into your so life. It's so true, yeah. yeah. It's like a muscle, right? The more you practice it. So, like, it. tell me, like, over the last week or two weeks or month, what are some things or like insights or breakthroughs that you've had that maybe you want to talk about? Because when you talk about it again, it's like your mind's able to like process it and, and embody it. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just reminders, man. We know we know all this stuff. Exactly. Like we have to remind ourselves.
1: It's so true, yeah. It, I I love that you brought that up because. Um, just this past this past week not this one but the one before I actually went to Niagara Falls and I and I did some mushrooms with a really good friend of mine and uh, this person's very well connected and, and this has kind of been you know helping me on my path and vice versa and she just gave me some really good advice like reminders that you know I like you said we're so hard on ourselves and I remember I just started crying and I was with her and, and we were just talking about um she was like man I can't believe you're doing this and this and you you know you're you're inspiring so many people and like but I didn't really feel that. I felt like I still had so much more work yeah. I had to do. And she's like, "You need to stop being so hard on yourself. You know, you need to stop looking at what you don't have and really look at what you already have accomplished and who you've impacted and all the abundance that's come through you through your impact, your impact on people." And I, and it, it was just like a, like it clicked right away. And I was like, "You're so right," because my roommate and I were so, so hard on ourselves. Like yeah. we're
0: always same,
1: same. And so, yeah. I know you are too, yeah. man. And it's, and it's that drive to you know. Be better, but at the same time, you really need to work on you know accepting that you are doing your best and Mm. and you are more than enough for anybody Mm. for everyone, right? So one of the biggest breakthroughs or kind of like reminders is yeah, like we we why are we so hard on ourselves? Like at the end of the day, when everything's kind of gone, Mm. what what are the moments that we're gonna remember? Is it gonna be us, you know, never feeling satisfied because we're always so hard on ourselves and I could have done better, or Mm. you know, reflecting, be like, you know, what I have done like the best that I can and Mm. and what i've what I've done has made such an impact, and that's that's as much as I can do, and that's 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 love that's amazing, right? um so not being so hard on ourselves is is a crucial one because let's say you wake up like half an hour late and you're supposed to go to that like power class or gym class or whatever. Yeah. Right away you start off on a back foot, you yeah. know, you're like, damn, I woke up late, fuck. Like now I gotta do I this. Didn't think
0: I'm a loser. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm a fucking degenerate. I just like, missed my fucking Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. half, like, that's what my my dialogue says. To me. Exactly. Uh, like and, then, and then and then everything you then your yeah. vibration
1: is lower and then you attract lower vibrational things during yeah. your day. And then oh. it's, just, it's just it's a it's a chain reaction, right? Brilliant. Um another one of the, the, the big breakthroughs too in the last yeah I'd say like a m- few months was we're we're always looking at things through Through a different lens through like the human lens Um, you know we have a specific kind of limitation that we we have based on this body right like we're experiencing life through this body Um, and we have to accept that in some cases right like you can't go and lift up a car physically you can't you know jump off a 20 foot uh, 20 story ceiling and and, you know live but that is not our true essence, right? Like, so we put limitations based on our cognitive skills, emotional skills, and, and we kind of, you know, based on our upbringing as well. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't go to university, so I can't get this job. Or, you know, I'm not, you know, a good musician, so I can't be a rock star. Something like whatever you we kind of put our, our, our limitations on. By limiting beliefs. Yeah, you know. and... uh I just, you know, through some books and meditations, you start realizing that that is just the essence of the human body that we're in, but it's not our true, true, true essence, right? Like Mm -hmm. who we are as as souls, as spirits, as whatever you want to call it, energies. It knows no boundaries, right? It knows no limitations. Mm -hmm. It can achieve whatever it wants to achieve as long as you kind of connect with that essence and you know follow your actions with that with Mm -hmm. that soul, with that energy, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you know we say like we look at a time period let's say like one month to three months or six month goal or 12 month goal and you put like goals right and you say like you set like realistic goals but like what are realistic goals you know what i mean like those are just goals that you've put a limitation on mm-hmm. yourself right like mm-hmm. let's say you're making 60k a year and you want to make 80k by next year it's like why don't you go aim for like i don't know 250 or like or why don't why are we why are we putting limits on ourselves based on our current situations because those limits are mm. act are gonna act as limitations. Like right. if you're only striving for that much, you're probably only get that much, you know. Mm, and so for me, like I I am an inspiring uh, producer and DJ, and I, and I want to travel, playing music, and I want to create festivals and stuff for wellness and music. But I'm looking at my like you know six month, twelve month goals, and I'm putting limitations. I'm like, okay, I want to you know have a few gigs here. If you like, why don't I? Why am I not dreaming bigger? Why am I not you know what I mean? Why am I placing? Mm this like limiting belief that, you know, I just started and I'm just getting into it. Why can't I just like skyrocket up to the top? You know what I mean? Fucking uh, earth, earth, man. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, but that's for any person, you know? Obviously, you, have to, you can't just be like, okay, I'm going to go to Mars next year. Like it's got to be like, you know, or maybe you can, I don't know. <laughs> but that's another thing. It's like why when I'm setting goals and when, when we want to like attract something, we still create like a limitation. Mm-hmm.
0: You're, you're, we can't, you, you know? Create constraints, right? Like, yeah. It's like we, yeah. It, I, I
1: just i I find it so fascinating how it's like okay what while, write your wildest dream and people still like put a put a mm. limitation on on themselves you know mm. and, and so that's when I'm kind of you know going through along with my roommate who wants to be you know an actor and and a, and a global ambassador for everything. It's like why are we being asked to you know develop this like mindset or this mind frame of you know continuing and, and achieving what we want, but we're still putting a, a cap on
0: like what we want to achieve yeah. dude there's a book have you heard of the book uh magic of thinking big uh i've heard of it but i haven't read it yeah, it's a good read yeah, yeah you should, okay you it's, it it's the... based off that okay it talks about that it's like how like just the simple act of thinking bigger is so powerful it's yeah like, you just know that man it's like yeah, yeah why, why why do we think in these like limited confines like in terms of what we can create yeah and i want to like go back to like what you're trying to create because i'm i'm really i'm really like excited by what's coming <laughs> yeah. through you man like that. what's emerging and then your your art form in in the form of your music and you know the impact that that's going to have on the world is like super exciting oh, so maybe thanks man do share more around like how you got into music and like what it is that you're creating through your music
1: yeah thanks brother i really appreciate it um I mean, yeah, I've been listening to to electronic, like house music since I was a little kid. Uh, my older brothers would always put it on the radio when I was, I am five, six years old. So for me, house music and electronic has, has always been at the forefront of what I listen to. And... It wasn't until a couple years ago. Um, well, I had been DJing when I was a kid, like 15 to 23, like just like at parties and you know, like just yeah. doing it for like fun, you know. Yeah. And I remember I would stay up late with my with my homies, and we would just like we would start spinning at like you know 7 p.m. and go all the way until like 9 a.m. Like it was just something that you know when you're in the moment, you get lost. It's just something you love, and we would always like picture ourselves in front of thousands of people, and like we were, we knew our music, we know our stuff. So it wasn't until a couple years ago, when I was in uh, my travels, that I was like, why don't I actually you know start putting this into action and like start you know calling myself and and, and actually thinking of myself as like a creator in terms of music and and DJing and everything so um, just recently this past year I've started kind of branding that more as myself into the Toronto scene uh, because I was more so I did a lot of modeling and I was bartending so that was kind of like the thing people knew me as and I was like Mm -hmm. no if I want to start you know attracting this sort of new lifestyle I have to now kind of like put myself out there in a new kind of uh, image, I guess. I don't want to classify myself as anything because that limits myself, but, you know, kind of throwing it out there more that I'm, instead of being just like a bartender, I'm now a producer, and I'm now this, Tone right? Sense. And like just putting that sort Declaring conscious, it as consciousness, well, yes, like, right?
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: so I started learning how to produce, and in like three, four months, I, uh, I, I naturally, I think just because I've listened to so much music, it just kind of came naturally for me to just plug, you know, all the instruments in and just kind of make a rhythm and um i'm I'm so i'm more focused on instead of just creating music that you know is just like something to move to i want to have a message through each one of my songs um and that message is encompasses you know human connection uh you know talking to the voices inside you connecting with the energies around you um, through different sounds i like to use a lot of organic instruments uh, steel drum the flute Um, I'm from Mexico. So for me, like the flute and like the jungle sounds just resonate so much with me. And I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people get that same kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I want to do is I want to kind of create music that, that goes beyond just listening and kind of touches that, like that inner soul, that essence that we have, you know what I mean? Um, and so that's one of the, one of the, the, the things I've been working on. Another thing I want to create is, you know, like festivals or events where, we can combine several elements along with music to kind of create a whole human experience. Mm. So things like meditation, um, I want to kind of start events around the world and this is why I need to dream big that, you know, focus on, on, on mindfulness through meditation, through movement, yoga, um, you know, different workshops. Obviously they're going to all going to be outside and the main part will be music, right? So mm. you can kind of have that organic, like deep house sound, and that's the kind of environment I wanna I wanna be in. I wanna be with people that wanna work on themselves and connect with themselves and the other people through music, through, you know, movement and and all that connection with nature. So it's been awesome because since I've been starting to, you know, label myself as that and attracting, I've met so many amazing people. Uh, some of us were mutual friends and, and yeah, including yourself, yeah, man, yeah. who, you know, I would love to have you as one of my the people that guide the meditations at the beginning of the ceremonies, right? So Oh, yeah. um and i'm also looking to start a podcast and it'll be about you know meditation at the first you know 10 minutes of the of the mix and then it'll slowly transition into like a deep house uh mix as well but just kind of create things differently that kind of you know incorporate mindfulness mm. and music together
0: you know yeah. so dude and for people who are listening like where can they go and access some of your music so they can get a taste of like this vibe that you're speaking about? yeah like, i i love man. it man this <laughs> is just like it's the type of music that, like you said, <laughs> it brings the soul out, man. Yeah. It really just like opens you up and allows you to really like slip into like a real, a real flow. Yeah. Like music is a flow, right? For it's not sure. A fucking beginning and end. No. Yeah. It was like an, if there was, if music was a race, it would defeat the whole purpose. Exactly. Right? It's just complete flow, and when you like sync up with like the flow of a journey that like a DJ like yourself is taking you on, it's like becomes, like, transformational, man. Yeah, brother. So where can people, like, access your
1: stuff? Yeah, so I have uh, several outlets. They can go to my SoundCloud. So it's SoundCloud slash Danny Sounds. Yeah. D-A-N-I, Sounds. Um, They can check out uh, my Instagram. I post a lot of mixes as well on that. And... I'm just waiting on a few more tracks to be finished, and I'll open up my Spotify because mm-hmm. uh, I want to kind of have I want to have a good collection of tracks before I kind of start uploading on mm-hmm. Spotify. Cool. Uh, but yeah, SoundCloud is probably the only one right now, uh, and Instagram. I kind of connect both of them, so that's that's basically it. Man, I'm I'm working on a lot of things right now, so I just want to have a good basis of of foundational right. tracks so that I can then post them on on um, on on Spotify. So. It it's it's coming in the next little bit, man. Amazing, yeah. super yeah, exciting, super exciting. Yeah. This is space? Yeah, Just, should be good, man. About what's happening here? Yeah,
0: and like the art of creation, which is something that like we're all creators at the end of the day. I I feel and I believe, um, but I've noticed creation comes through me in the times when I'm in a state of alignment, and for me, alignment meaning everything is balanced, mm. and. You know that's the, one of the reasons why we do all these practices like meditation and yoga and generally it's like it's it's allowing us to process things that need to be processed internally to allow us to come back to this state of balance where we're connected we're in the flow of life and from that place we're able to create freely yes and I've really become attuned to the times where i'm in I'm in flow and i'm in the, in the times where i'm I'm out of it and i'm not in alignment yeah and i work I, I really truly believe like you can distill life down into a very Into its simplest simplest form, which is just to stay in alignment as much as you can. And when you're not in alignment, it's like that's your work. There it is, like bang. If you're not in alignment, it's like the body telling you slow down. There's something that needs to be looked at and processed. Yeah. Because you can't create from a place of stress. No. Can't create from a place of anxiety and definitely not fear and worry. So, like, as an artist, like, as a musician now, like, you must know when you're in these creative zones, this is where the best work comes Mm -hmm. through, right? Like, Mm -hmm. for me, for anyone, like, whatever it is that you create with, or maybe people haven't discovered their creative art yet, but I know it comes through when you're in alignment. Definitely. So maybe that's the first step. That's true. Because I used to be an accountant, and there was no fucking creativity (laughs) there. So I had to rediscover something. How, like, what do you do to optimize the times when you're in that creative zone? (sighs) Ah. I music, th- music-wise, because I feel like it'd be, you know, yeah. it's kind of, it's not as if you can just like, just kinda kind of like yeah. s- start out, turn yeah. on your computer and just start some creating. Sort of ritual around yeah, it, I feel, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think it all just kind of just depends on on the workflow of, of the week or what you're feeling. And there's definitely been times where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I set a time to, you know, like one to ten p.m. I'm gonna spend nine hours just producing a new track, and I start and like. Five hours go by and I still haven't even, you know, done the kick or the bass. And I'm like, why am I not flowing right now? You know, like why? And there's um, because I'm stressed about, you know, something back home or financial or whatever it is. Right. Um, I I think really creating when you're when you're doing whether in in any sort of art, right, music, um, you know, actually art, painting, whatever. I think finding that that time in that space to kind of connect with yourself, I think meditation and Maybe some people flow with yoga as well. Some people like to, you know, go out and walk in, in nature. Whatever, like, your flow, your, your kind of flow creation process is, I think it's super important to to set some time for you to kind of, like, go in and find the inspiration from yourself, from that true, like, essence, mm-hmm. communicating with it, and then seeing, okay, how is this workflow going to now come from my mind into the physical world, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for me, it's definitely, I don't think I can create if I haven't done like my ritual kind of thing uh, where where I, I I meditate, I will actually listen to a few of my favorite songs my favorite artists before. And I want to like pick up a few notes and sounds from them and kind of try to not recreate, but like have my own spin on that. You know what I mean? Uh, so for me, it's like listening yeah. to other artists, you know, and, and I'll just like zone in for half an hour and I'll like, I'll choose. Okay. Do I want to make it more spiritual this track or do I want to make it more clubby? And then from that kind of like, uh, filter. I'll then choose specific artists that have that sound, and then I'll listen to them as I'm meditating and like focus. I want to create, recreate that like that bell sound or that specific jungle sound or whatever it is, and then I'll start getting inspiration. And then I'll plug in my computer, and then that's when it's like flow is is coming through me. You know what I mean? I'll make sure I have no distractions. Turn off my phone. I'll make sure I got my candles, my incense, like everything's ready, and I'm in the zone. And then I'm just like, I can't wait to start creating yeah. the next track. You know what I mean? Dude, it's so
0: funny. I'm like uh, joining the dots for, for with my creation process because mine is like when I post a piece of content on social media, Yeah, I will read like a spiritual book or something before I create. Like for me, nice. it like, s- starts the momentum of like, the creative process and when i read something that like resonates with me then i would like to like put my own spin on the message that i've taken from the book yeah so i realized how important reading or like picking up or for you it's listening to something to start to get you in that zone of like wanting to create that's exactly it's it's the same it's the same thing it's like getting like starting to get the creative juices flowing for sure and then once yeah once it's starting to come through you it's like i feel like we, we all have access to it and like it's like once we start to stimulate the create creativity, it's like, I feel like it grows. It's like a muscle. Creativity yeah. is like a muscle. It's like yeah. the more we tune into it and use it, the more easier and like abundantly it like flows through us. Definitely. So like whatever it is that starts to trigger that for, for me, it was like reading a, reading a book, for you, it was like listening to music that starts to light you up. It's like beginning that process. Yeah. That's so exactly yeah, it. Yeah. I like, man, I like that. And then having yeah. a ritual with the, you know, setting up a space where you can really go in deep. Do you have work, to, man. Like, I'm, I'm finding that is a challenge being in a city. It is. Having a space where you can like sit without your fucking phone buzzing off and it, yeah, it's, just like going in. It's you know? crazy.
1: We, we live in a time now where literally if you, if somebody doesn't text you back in five minutes, you're like, what the hell? What, what are you ignoring me? Or like, it, it's insane, man. Yeah. And some of the great books, uh, authors that, that we read, they're like, they, they mention you have to have a space where you're just mm. by yourself. You just need to be secluded and that's it. That's where you create because 100%. it's just your energy and that's it, right? 100%. So that's why a lot of artists go in the woods for like months and just create music yeah. or, you know, paint or, you know what I mean? hundred percent. So yeah, man, it's super important yeah. to do
0: that. I, yeah, for, for me, I remember back home in Australia, like my, my most creative times where it was just me at the beach watching a sunset. Mm. And like literally all my guidance in life uh, up until i left was coming from that place i found whenever i just pulled the plug on like you know whatever was going on in my normal life and just sit at a beach and watch a sunset i connected with my intuition during those times when i received guidance on next steps i actually think in the city like so we're so distracted and busy that we're disconnected from like our intuition it's actually always guiding us to the next step we just we can't hear it because yeah. there's so much like noise there's so much noise so like again that's been another lesson that i've kind of taken over the last uh, month which is like slowing down again to allow things to process internally but also connect back with the intuitive guidance of course that's always there you know like there's a there's a, just like a feeling in the body it's like a knowing it's like for me my next my next one is mo- moving back home to australia like I'm in the process of like a big you know, a big new chapter beginning in my life and now it's like a little while there i wasn't sure i was like hey, how do i want to stay like when do i want to book my flight like i wasn't sure yeah the mind was like getting in the way now it's just like i just have this knowing of like okay this is the next step yeah. i don't know like what's beyond that but all i know is that this is the next step true true and that's like one of the biggest lessons i'm taking from that it's like we don't need to fucking know the fucking part, how. like how, what are we gonna do when we go here what's the future yeah. how do to create that like just know what the next step is true and the body is telling us that all the time man so mm. Slowing down, yeah, and having how, a space. Like, how do you how do you go about doing that? So for me, for me, meditation. Has yeah, been, mean it. Like I, I, just ramped up my meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how long do you like go for? Like two hours a day. Really? Yeah. Like Straight. An hour in the morning okay. and then an hour in the evening, um, because that's the that's the time. That's the really sacred time. Yeah. And in the city, it's like okay, I don't have the beach and the city. You know there is nature here, but like it's still noisy out there. It's still distractions. So it's like of course it doesn't compare to Australia. <laughs> but I found the meditation time was like it allowed me to slow down enough to start to hear mm. hear the voice again. Do you meditate in, in silence, or do you have like a, a guide? Yes, yeah, so i was do I'll do like a vipassana practice, which is like literally you know, silence, close my eyes, and just allowing things to process. A lot of it is mental noise for the last for the first little while, but as that starts to subside, you tune into the A lot of the mental noise is coming from emotions that are in the body that need to be looked at and processed. So once you sit there for long enough, you're actually able to get past the mental noise, which is where most people stop. Yeah. They get discouraged because it's just the mind. is too noisy. And like, I'm not good at meditation. So they stop. Yeah. Once you get past that, the real work begins because that's when you're down here moving and processing things in here. Once all that processes, then it's like silence. Then it's stillness. Then it's like guidance. Yeah. Um, so f- for me, it was like the, the longer you sit in that place, the more guidance you're going to receive. So when you go back out into your regular life, it's like, you're so tuned into this. It's just like, there's just like this feeling now. It's like a knowing, does that expand me? Does that contract me? Like, and you just follow that. And it's not, it's not easy no. to stay in that place. But for me, that's, that's the work. Yeah. That's where it's at. I'm to try to stay there as much as I can. Yeah. In that um, flow state. What throws you out of it?
1: i think the the need to continue to 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 create and like be be busy like you know in my meditation i'll be okay well it's this time so i need to actually go train now and then after that i have to go start you know maybe looking at the next mix i want to upload something or i feel like it's just the need to always be producing stuff content so for me it's like but then it, it's it's a it's a like a vicious spiral because you want to create more, but then when you're trying to create, you can't because you're not in flow, you haven't been inspired. So it's yeah. like, you know, you're you're trying to cut time on the meditation to then do, put more yeah. work, but then that work is actually not effective because you're not in tune with yourself. That's so then you're upset that you didn't put more more, <laughs> more time into meditation. Oh shit! And then yeah. you know what I mean. So it's just like. Yeah. It's, I think that's what throws me off the most, especially if I wake up a bit late because I do have late nights at the, at the bar. So I'll get home, let's say three thirty, four sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So like naturally, I mean, I, I also believe that you need to sleep as well. Like I have a lot of friends that are like, no, I only run out like three, four hours of sleep. I'm like, that's not, that's not good. Like yeah. you need sleep. Sleep is a long-term uh, medicine that will help us 100%. stay, you know, live longer and, and cognitively wise. It's amazing for the brain. So I need to get my sleep, so I'll wake up, you know, 10, 30, 11, and that's, like, pretty late for a lot of people, right? But I need, that's just, like, so, but then I have my my whole day's free, right? Like, I don't go to work at 8 or 9 a.m. like a lot of people do, so my whole day is then, like, from, like, 10 to, let's say, 5 until I work again, so, yeah, it's it's tough because I want to, you know, cram all this, like, productivity, I want to go to the gym, I want to meditate, train, journal, yoga, exercise, and then produce music or mix, before I go to work at five, it's like it's such a s- lot of things to do at once. So I think that's what kind of throws me off sometimes is like doing all these things, yep. you know, before uh, going into work. But at the same time, you, you have to you have to realize that, like, maybe sometimes you see the sacrifice a bit of time um, for for things you want to pursue. Right. The,
0: th- the thing is like that. I, like, I want to like pose this question to you because um, I call it, like the term leap of faith know the term where you know we know what we should be doing yeah. you know into a heart should be doing but we still have to our mind justifies why we need to do other things like now why we need to go to, like work another job we don't want to be at or why we need to hang out with these people we don't hang out with. the mind creates these justifications but in reality the heart's always telling you what you should do yeah i get the sense your next leap of faith is like going all in on like the creation process definitely and thinking about like what would it look like if you were doing this full-time. Yeah. And I get the sense there's so many people out there in a very similar position. It's mm-hmm. like that was a position I was in in my corporate job. I was like, I just want to leave my job and be full-time, you know, working with you know, meditation or working with people who are on the same path as me, but my mind created all these justifications why I couldn't leave. Yeah. I'm getting good pay. i got good benefits here. What if my, my parents are going to judge me? All these reasons. Yes, yes. But my heart knew. So many people I feel like are in that space. They definitely. have a side hustle, they have a passion project, but ah, they're like, they're just, they yeah. <laughs> haven't gone all in yet. Exactly. Yeah. What's, what's, yeah. Uh, what were you at on that journey? And like, it's, maybe you want to express like, yeah,
1: definitely. I, I had actually thought of that last year before I went away for the whole winter. And I was like, when I come back, that's it. I'm not going to go back to the bar. And, you know, just because it's such easy money, good money. And so I was like, no, that's it. I'm not going to work there. And then naturally I did. I ended up coming back. And so I was like, okay, that's it. If I'm going to say I'm going to do something, I have to actually take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the stage now where I'm starting to really see the results of the work I've been putting in, but I know I can exponentially grow if I actually take all day, you know, all the time to do it. So uh, I'm at the stage now where I am trying to naturally integrate more time into the music. So I'm starting to take less shifts at work and focusing more time on, on music. And, I will be. Le- I'm leaving in the winter as well. I'm going to Tulum and Mexico City to fully, 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 fully work on that. So, I am just saving up a bit more money until Christmas, uh, and then once that's over, I am. That's it. I'm fully transitioning into the music because that's just how it has to be, man. You know. So I want to go to the beach and just bring my instruments and just perform, uh, produce all day, every day, and just kind of really get into that flow. And I think from there, so much more. Uh, so many more opportunities are gonna come about and you know what I mean yeah. it's like once you let go of something that's taken up so much in space that's inside you you can't attract more things
0: because there's things Cause that are blocking you yeah even though the other thing might be an 8 8 out of 10 Yeah. once you let go of that and you step into whatever it is that brings you a 10 out of 10 it's like all New creative, possibilities oh, it's, open up. it's crazy because you've let go of anything else, anything yeah, else that's not serving you to your highest
1: definitely, man.
0: That's yeah, fucking exciting, man. yeah, man. So, wow. it should
1: be really exciting to kind of wow. like leave it and just kind of go for it. And who knows who we will all meet in, in Mexico, and yeah, it's gonna be awesome, brother.
0: Yeah, you're definitely Dude. gonna have to come visit me, oh, 100%, 100%, <laughs> man. And this is uh, this is not gonna be the last no. time that we share some content or connect or like put stuff out into the world, yeah, um, definitely, because, um. Before we wrap this up, I wanted like the the idea that came through me with you know these podcasts that I'm doing, I want to start doing more of them is like I want to jump on an Instagram live together before we yeah. release this or when we release it so that we our our communities can kind of overlap. Yeah. Because yes. I, I, I really want people to be able to follow along with like amazing creators like you who are like coming up, we're on a similar journey. Mm. Creates a space for other people to step into their greatness. Definitely.
1: Well. So, yeah.
0: This is it, man. I I've really enjoyed like this conversation, brother. Yeah, so, I know man. it's
1: been amazing. Thank you for for coming over, for having me and on this podcast. I mean, for me, it's it's awesome to see people like myself that are on the same journey. And and, and since I like like you said, since we met, it's just been on this such high frequency. And and man, I, I I admire what you're doing, and it's amazing to be part of that creative space where you know we're starting to just create what we want, right? And we mm. we literally saying like, let's just create, let's just create whatever it is, just put it out there, right? That's it. And that's it. it. Like you just—that's one of the lessons. Like instead of having everything perfect and it has to be this way, it's just like put it out Mm -hmm. there. You know, Mm -hmm. because the more you put it out, the more like the more you'll fuck up, but the more you'll actually hit hit it on the head, right? And then that's when you're gonna you grow the creative muscle. That's it, man. Yeah,
0: momentum. Yeah, yeah. So
1: other people benefit.
0: I'm seeing, yeah, that, 100. You know? That's like mm. I think
1: that's the biggest impact is people are like, thank you for that, thank you for this, like that was amazing. Yeah. You know, and then in, even though in our heads we might be like, ah, oh, like, that, mm. that wasn't the best. Like, exactly. Yeah. Not for them, it could lesson. be amazing, right? Or, the, or we get feedback and then we make it better. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, exactly. yeah, man, thank you so much, man. You're thank you're, you, you're you're a brother. Been and, awesome. Yeah. yeah. This been
0: awesome. do this
1: again, so. I can't wait for the next yeah. time, brother. Love you, man. Yeah, love you too,
0: brother. You. Soon. Cheers. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of State Shifters Podcast. We've got plenty of more episodes to come. So please, if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to dive into more of some of Danny's stuff, I'm going to link up um, his SoundCloud on the description um, in the iTunes podcast section um, along with his social media stuff. And yeah, definitely as always, if you feel called to reach out, if you want to connect or vibe out some of the stuff we spoke about in this episode, definitely hit me up. Um, That's at State Shifters on Instagram. Or if you prefer to reach out via um, email, it's jordan at state-shifters.com. Take care, guys.